This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Okay, I stopped paying attention in class. I was thinking about the adventures of Ash, about the misfortune of sitting kids at Crystal Lake. Became addicted straight away with the initial tape. God bless Betamax. VHS, holy like Amanda Kruger. I was introduced to genre flicks by Toby Hooper. I started craving more just like Larry the Looter. I collected VHS without commentary or bloopers. Throw computers, magazines, a bunch of stores. Spent my money on movies and begged my mom for more. I'd watch the boys kill those astro bastards five times a day or even more. I loved the gore. Lionel and Paquita combined their lonely hearts. I was hellbound, Cenobites tore my soul apart. I've seen them all, from Dracula to Vertigo. Listen up, welcome to the horror show with Sean and Joe. Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, show that dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Boy, uh, we have a lot to unpack here. <laughs> I, I, I am, I'm really excited to talk about this movie. <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting. That's, it, that's for it's sure. a fucking nightmare is what it is. <laughs> It's a legitimate fucking nightmare. Uh, And I'm glad we're talking about it just with all... There's a lot of Halloween talk. A lot of Halloween talk. Uh, uh, And, you know, I watched parts four and five in anticipation of part six. I Uh, did as well. And, uh, well, I watched them um, before our Orlando show because I actually watched them on the Orlando show. Um, okay. On our travels. So I actually watched uh, all six this week. Oh my god, what fucking... <laughs> At what point were you like, this is a terrible idea? Oh, you like four though, right? I like all of them. <laughs> okay, fair Except enough. Except for this one. <laughs> this one is really... Um, it's not great. It's really listen, not great. Uh, listen, I actually... All jokes aside... I like this one better than part five. You know what? <laughs> well, this you, one... know, you know what this one doesn't have? What? <laughs> Michael Myers fucking crying. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dude, I've watched five about a hundred times in my life, and I feel like like my brain blocks off that part because every time I see it, it's like a brand new revelation. <laughs> Holy shit. This guy's fucking crying. Are you kidding me? He's, he's also psychic. <laughs> and he floats down a crick at the beginning, which fucking cracks me up beyond belief. Like I just, that is just like the, honestly, one of the most insane things I ever read walks to a creek, then falls in it and just gets drifted away. <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, but I agree with you. I think, and this one as stupid as it is, uh, and it's very stupid. It it's at least um, it goes by really fast. <laughs> like, it it does. It does. It 
It's weird though because it feels almost like it's like a lifetime movie. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Well, Paul Rudd is like the most. Uh, I don't know what is melodramatic. The right word. What does melodramatic mean? Yeah, that makes sense, dude. I honestly, so this came out in 1995. Mm-hmm. So did Clueless, both starring Paul Rudd, and I guarantee he had like more faith in this making him like a well-known name than he did with Clueless, dude. I completely, I completely agree. He was, he was not phoning his acting in, uh, but <laughs> it also made it really hard to watch because everyone else appeared to be Every- like, fuck this movie. <laughs> Donald Pleasance was literally dying. Like, <laughs> like he should not, I mean, that's not even a joke. He's literally dying. He should not have been on set. So it was like, it's like, it's just like painful to watch. And then there's Paul Rudd who's just giving it his, his like best go. He's giving it a thousand percent of his all. He's just out there and he's just, I mean, it was hard to watch. It was really hard to watch. Like, like the voices he was doing for this character were all over the place. I, I, it was weird. It was all very weird. It was all very weird. Um, so let's give, um, let's, so this was made in 95 too, which is six years 95. after the fifth one. Yeah. And I, I remember, uh, the movie posters for this. Oh, you do? You know that, that's, that's useless to share, but, uh, yeah. <laughs> no, there, that's, there that's cool. It. Like, that's that's fucking fascinating. I don't remember it at all. Cause I was thinking, I was like, oh fuck. I was, a, I was alive for these commercials, like watching television for these commercials, but I don't remember yeah, it. No, at I, all. I, I remember distinctly. Uh, this is uh this is directly calling out some of our fans. I'm not going to name them, but uh with <laughs> but but they know damn well who they are now. Uh with the new Halloween coming out, I saw a lot of people listing like their order of favorites. Yeah. And I saw multiple people have this in the top 3 of that's, the series. That's funny. Which is honestly you, you need to fucking see someone. <laughs> that's fucking crazy to me. Cuz I mean one and two, <laughs> one and two, and that le- well, I saw lists where two was way down. Which me too, and that's honestly bullshit. I I can't even figure out the 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 math behind that one because I saw lists where where number two was like second to last, and that included the Rob Zombie, movie. <laughs> which I don't know. Two is I don't understand. Two is fun. I don't even understand the problem. I. Love to. I can't think of a single thing that somebody can say poorly about it that they can't say about the fucking six that follow it. Right, right. And you know what's actually funny is that kind of brings me to uh, the new one, too, because I can't think of – it's a similar thing where people are are hailing this new one, which I have no problem with. It was fine. Uh, I, I never recorded a bonus, but it, it was fine. Like, it was whatever. But really, all the tropes you see in six that you roll your eyes at were in the new one. It's exactly that's exactly right, and I was actually saying it today. The new one is one of those movies where it's just infuriating because people who are claiming it's the best in the series should be fucking put out the pasture, (laughs) and likewise, so should people saying it's the worst one of the series because it's not. It's just fine. It's fine, and it's just like every other one they've ever released (laughs) after two, which is like not that great, but like whatever. Like yeah, they're all passable. You know what? Halloween might have some of the worst. Well, no. Nightmare on Elm Street, we kind of realized was pretty bad, too. But, like, I don't know, man. The Michael Myers formula was so simple, and they just fucking just fucked it up completely. Every movie after. Every movie. They just. 
especially this one. This one, <laughs> this one, like we're just it changes the entire universe of Michael Myers. It's yes. incredible. Yes. And like, why did they why did they change his masks often? Like I said the same thing to Tina, and I'm pretty sure again, again, this there's like something wrong with my brain when it comes to Halloween because I watch these every year and every time it's like a whole new experience for me. We're like, it's like 51st dates where it's like, oh, oh, this happened. It's like, but every, but every year I'm like, why do they do this? to us? Why is it so hard to just not, not keep the same fucking mask? Like, just get the same fucking mask. That's all you have to do. I even read in the notes. They were like, oh yeah, somebody handcrafted the mask for this actor. Yeah, stop, and stop doing that. Stop. Yeah. There's a real, like. His mask, mate, like, this one has, like, the biggest head of hair I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. There's so much fucking hair. It's all over the place. It's a fucking disaster. Um, so, uh, so everyone should know part one and part two and part three, of course. Uh, part four, uh, Michael's comatose uh, and being transferred to a hospital. <laughs> this might sound familiar if you've seen the new one. <laughs> Where he wakes up... Um, and an ambulance crew tees him off to uh, that he has a, a surviving niece, played by Daniel Harris. Um, he kills all of them and then goes after the family, right? Yes. Then in five, uh, he floats down a creek <laughs> from the end of part four and then meets a homeless guy and then f- falls into another coma <laughs> where he's awakened by, um, I, I guess Jamie wakes him up when she, because uh, she's in a mental institution. She can't talk anymore. <laughs> and But she has psychic abilities to to talk with Michael and yes. <laughs> and feel him. And um, and that's that, man. And um, she, she calls him like Uncle Mike. Which, yes. Which, which causes him to cry. God, I hate that so much. <laughs> Uncle Mike. Uh, fucking insane. She's never met the man. Imagine like meeting a stranger and... Well, I, I'm not even going to get into it. Um, yeah, it's the whole do your thing, cuz. Yeah, yes. I, that might actually be a trope now. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> um, this movie, tons of issues with the with the filming. Uh, no one was happy. Um, they, the director and producer were just changing shit on the fly. For they did, part six? Yeah, part six. Um, they did a ton of editing and a ton of reshot, reshots, uh, Reshots, reshoots, reshot, resheets, reshoots. A ton of reshoots uh, on this, and uh, but then by that point, uh, Pleasance had died, so they, they like kind of just. It was kind of just a mess that they like just chopped together. Um, right. I, to be honest, though, it moved quick, and I didn't mind some of the kills. I mean, as a movie, it's not great, but I don't know. It's a fun no, kinda, and kind of what you were saying before. Like some of the sequels are a mess, but when you look at the whole franchise, like Michael never went to space. <laughs> Michael, uh, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. There was no Michael's dead with like he never played a character in a video game. <laughs> it, like, it's honestly probably the most solid series you could talk about. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're right. It's not without its faults, but it's not. It never really right. Really went bonk. I mean, the curse of the throne, which is a big part of this. <laughs> this is this is as close as it will get to going off the rails. That's as close as it gets, and it is fucking ridiculous. I mean, because because like it's so unnecessary. <laughs> there's a cult. There's like a druid cult. But like, why? 
this this shit's been happening for twenty fucking years. <laughs> like why 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 is this just being known to like family members and in the police? Oh well, I don't know. Maybe because people in this town didn't even know Michael Myers lived there. <laughs> Throughout the course of the movie, people learn that somebody is living in Michael's house, and people are like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> It's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. Like, constantly, this movie, people are like, wait, this is Michael Myers' house? <laughs> Including the people that live inside of it. <laughs> oh, man, it's great. It's great. So, you got... Uh, except, except, dude, for, from from part four on, there's always... Like, like why are they selling those ma- Michael Myers masks to kids? Oh, yeah. For Halloween. Because <laughs> there's always kids wearing the masks. Yes. And the police always pull the guns on him. And the kid's like, what are you, an asshole? <laughs> and also, uh, well, in this one, Halloween's been canceled for they what they claim 20 years. But, uh, I mean, that doesn't make sense. But, um, so Halloween's been canceled <laughs> in this movie. Uh, but But then it also still happens. So I'm not sure... I'm not sure. There's a lot of issues, like you can tell with the editing. <laughs> like they definitely changed some oh, yeah. shit um, on the fly and just didn't do it. This was directed by Joe Chapelli, who did. Um, you might know him from Hellraiser Four: Bloodline. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy. <laughs> and also, he did Phantoms with uh, Ben Affleck. Oh, Billy Zane. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Billy Zane, Ben Affleck. He did that flick, and uh, then his career ended. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Go figure. Um, also, five ends with, uh, we should note, five ends besides with Michael crying. He gets defeated by a piece of wood. And uh, Donald Pleasance beats him to death with a with a fucking plank and arrests, arrests him. And Loomis, after doing this so many times, says he'll remain in maximum security until the day he dies. <laughs> Which, of course, does not happen. And... He escapes again. So, uh, anyway, so, um, this movie starts out with a little more Uncle Michael references. <laughs> Please, Uncle Michael, don't hurt me. And uh, it's Jamie. She's giving birth in this fucking cult of horrors. Uh, meanwhile, we get to hear Paul Rudd do a voiceover that makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, this movie has just got like a real identity issue of what it was trying to do like they were hamming up the cult thing but at the end of the day it's just a fucking michael myers movie just fucking ditch everything else i i i just it's the whole reinventing the wheel thing like you knew you're gonna make some money off of it what are you doing yeah just go with it i mean i guess that's one thing that the new one did i guess a little bit better but like they didn't i don't know but then they, they were like, try to introduce like a new a new oh, part of it. Oh wait, they did do that. <laughs> so never mind, because I'm not going to get into it on the show. What? Well, which part are you referring to? His his uh, Michael's new doctor. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah, that's the worst part. So again, right. they do it. They do it in that one also, which is just add another element of like a, just another storyline you don't fucking need. <laughs> <laughs> you don't it, like it, like if you're trying to add shock value like michael myers presence is fucking shocking that's it that's what the dude hasn't been killed in 40 fucking years like th- that's shocking 
I also think it's weird. Um, I was thinking, I've been thinking about this a lot lately and I don't know why particularly. Um, but it's weird that in these movies where these guys are supposed to be the bad guys, they always make worse people that you're excited to see die. Isn't that weird? Like there's like a couple characters in this that you're like, I can't wait for them to die. Like Michael Myers is the good guy for a portion of this film. Oh, oh, in, in part six, the dad. Yeah. (laughs) That that's the villain of this movie. Oh, he's a fucking terrible human being. Um, and, uh, Michael does us all a favor. Um, but meanwhile, this girl gives birth, uh, but Michael shows up. We don't know why. And just starts killing people. We don't know why. Uh, one of the nurses helps Jamie up and gives her her baby uh, and she escapes. And we don't know wh- why to any of this. Uh, and Michael, Michael doesn't look like Michael. Michael is looking a little weird <laughs> from the jump. Like, just like, oh, God. Like, that was one thing with these movies. Like, I, I never I watched them when I was much younger so rewatching him recently i've just been like what why does he look so different why is this so fucking hard this is not that difficult even jason they were able to at least you know what i mean you never i don't think there was a jason where i was like oh this jason looks shitty like i might yeah. not have liked the actor portraying him and his body movement but physically you're not like why does this guy look so weird Right. Uh, but yeah, so um, this is also the guy that played him in four, George Wilbur. Um, but yeah, so Jamie escapes. We then meet uh, this grown ass woman, Kara, who's got a kid. Uh, Loomis is around somehow. That was shocking for me. <laughs> Loomis has now b- blown up and had a stroke. Loomis had a stroke at the end of five, I think. Yeah. Loomis had a stroke at the end of five. So he's blown up and he had a stroke and he's, he's just fucking, he just like shows up in this movie and it's just like, what's up? And again, no disrespect. First of all, I love the fact that he, he's the one that returned in all of them. Like he, he's agreed to come back. You know what? I, at, after this one, I agreed. I agreed also. I, I, at, during four and five, I was like, come on this fucking guy. And now it's, it's kind of like Stockholm syndrome in six. And I was like, I'm so glad he's back. I, I was, I was very glad. And I know that he was sick, so I don't even mean this disrespectful, but he, he does not look well. There. He doesn't, he doesn't. I, I, you know, I knew he died shortly after, but I didn't really even put together that he probably wasn't feeling all that hot <laughs> leading into this movie. Cause I, I was just like, man, he's such a good actor. Like I, I thought he was playing like old dying guy really well. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't really put it together that I, I forgot it. Well, no, I didn't forget because it's in my notes that he fucking died, but I don't know. Um, so Jamie, who's loose, uh, we're just introduced to those characters. Just the, the, they're kind of just thrown at us. Um, and uh, Kara, her kid is drawing thorn symbols in his room and she's just like, hmm, what's this? <laughs> and later he'll draw a picture and write thorn on it. And uh, she'll still be like, curious, Um, but that's okay. Uh, The girl, uh, Jamie, she's still on the loose. Yes. And then Michael kills her in a barn. Very Friday the 13th of him. Um, uh, Uh, In a a fucking corn thresher. Yeah, that was nuts. That was actually, the kills in this are cool. 
Well, that that kill was cool. I like that kill. I, you know what I, I guess I like them all. You know, you know what I got a kick out of though. It's such like a minimal part that like I'm sure nobody picks up on. But when he steals the truck, there's a guy standing outside to drink in the pouring fucking rain. <laughs> He's wearing like a rain a rain jacket that doesn't even have a hood, and he could easily just be doing it in his truck. I don't know what he's doing outside. <laughs> doesn't want to spill on the interior. Doesn't want to make guess. doesn't want to make a mess. He's pouring and he has nothing over his fucking <laughs> it just defeats the entire purpose. <laughs> I mean, attention to detail like that is is somewhat important. And you feel like any one of the actors would be like, hey, hey, maybe I should put my hood up <laughs> or sit in the car or do anything. Um, but no, 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 no. Uh, Jamie's screaming, you can't have the baby, Michael. You can't have the baby. Um, it's fine by him because he just like shoves her down that corn thing. <laughs> She's fucking dead. <laughs> and Michael goes into that car. What? what so. Does Michael take the car? Yeah. I thought he like pulled out a bunch of towels. I thought it was like the baby <laughs> or I thought he thought it was a baby. <laughs> no, he, he did, but the baby wasn't in there. Oh, okay. Okay. So, okay. Yeah, I mean, I knew the baby that, wasn't in there. That's who he there. was after. Yeah. yeah I, I knew the baby wasn't in there because Paul Rudd will find that baby in a fucking cabinet, <laughs> in a cabinet in a public rest area, <laughs> which uh, that scene infuriated me to no end uh i mean anything with paul rudd up until the very end when he starts acting like a normal human being was just insane i i think it was was supposed to be a red herring him acting super creepy and shit but but he's so over the top that it just seems insane now it's worth noting he's playing tommy doyle the little boy who uh uh, laurie strode babysat in the first one right which is I'm kind of cool with that idea. I kind of like I, I I like it. I'm I, fine with it. I like it also. Um, <laughs> I don't like that he stayed like directly next door and has like the Pepe Sylvia setup in his bedroom. <laughs> Dude, a total Pepe Sylvia setup. All all news clippings of the Michael murders. Uh, a camera setup pointed at the Myers house. And every it's so insane. It's so insane. The family living and is it the Myers house or the Strode house? It's Myers. It's the Strode. It's the Strode house. Okay. Well, they say Myers house in this for sure at one point. But you're right. It is the Strode house. I'm fine with that. (laughs) But somebody's like, that's the old Myers place. I'm assuming they meant to say that's where the Myers killings were. But um, or whatever. Right. I I don't know. I, I, I really don't know. And it doesn't fucking matter because. How did this? How does no one know that the murders took place? There? I mean, no one in the town knows except for Tommy, who's been obsessively looking at it. But nothing's happened in the last twenty years, so I don't it's know what so he's doing. Fucking annoying. Um, it, that's honestly the one thing that really pisses me off. So Haddonfield has reinstated Halloween. I guess I, I, I don't think it was ever gone. I think whatever that thing was that they said earlier was a lie. Uh, and we meet Kara and her family, who is Deb and John Strode. Yes. Uh, um, and I guess that's the Strode. They're cousins. Uh, I mean, they're definitely related. I forget how. I, thought, I think uh, they're cousins. I mean, because she says, because later Deborah Strode says to John, your brother couldn't sell it. And that's why he gave it to us. So I think it's like. Lori's dad. 
Lori's dad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think it's Lori's uncle. Right, right. I was saying, mean, the brother that she was referring to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. So I think it's Lori's uncle, this guy. Um, and uh, and Kara's got a son named Danny, um, who, when John Strode is a piece of shit from the jump, John Strode is literally the most abusive human being on earth. Because <laughs> we learned that Kara's a, a, a single mom uh, staying with her parents and. And raising this kid, Danny, and going to college. And she's, like, going to graduate. And Yeah, trying to, trying to make a better life for herself. And she's doing a great job. Doing a great yeah. job. And, and the dad, the entire time that you meet him, is just like, why the fuck did you come back here? And it's, like, completely <laughs> unnecessary. It's so insane. He's like, everything bad happened ever since we met you. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking crazy. And then he proceeds to fucking hit her. Uh, yeah. He, he yeah. might hit Give the mom too, loop. yeah. And, and young Danny pulls a knife on him, which is yeah. uh, alarming, but not as alarming as when they find Danny's picture of him stabbing his entire family to death. <laughs> which, uh, you know, they don't r- really go into. I mean, they kind of do. Thorn is weird. Right. Thorn. The the cult of Thorn is a very odd uh, thing. Would you agree? I would one hundred percent agree. So the cult of Thorn, I guess. I, I mean, is an is <laughs> an ancient druid court, uh, curse, right? And but it's also so Michael is cursed, <laughs> right? And when you're cursed, it means you kill your whole family, and that's what gives you. Have you- to- you have to sacrifice your next of kin on Halloween. Right. So that's what <laughs> that's what he's doing. That's what he's been doing. This is all so funny. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You know what? I honestly might hate the remake for getting rid of all of this. Because <laughs> it's so elaborate and somebody worked so hard to put this stupid shit together. So... <laughs> The, so Michael has to kill all of his next of kin every Halloween, and and uh, and so that's what he's doing. And he also gives him superpowers, and right. and like that's why, no, that's why that's why he's immortal. That's why nobody has killed him, right? Because he's got the cult of the thorn behind him. Actually, I think I kind of like this. I know that's what I'm saying. I think I think it's a really uh, it's one of those situations. It's a little too elaborate to like explain, but I kind of enjoy it. It's like it's all it's like the uh, info wars of horror movies. <laughs> the cult of Thorn is like this elaborate backstory that you're like you could poke a million holes in it, but at the same time, it's it's airtight. You could be like, why? It's like eh, cult of Thorn, man. Like, I don't know what to tell that's you. That's true. It, honestly, just throwing that that phrase in there just it, it explains it. Like, that's, he's fucking cursed. That's man. Why he's doing it? He's fucking yeah. cursed. It makes way more sense than like Jason Voorhees. It, it absolutely does. <laughs> All right, I mean, you, you know could nitpick and be like, "Why is the cult of Thorn infecting Michael? Like, why did nobody know about this when he well, was younger?" Well, this is true. This is true. But you know, you it, it you know, it's just whatever. You, and, and I do. I, I feel like I would know if my my next of if my offspring was, had, was had the curse of Thorn. <laughs> but do you? And then and then they. So I guess the whole plan too is the cult 
is trying to get more <laughs> Thorn members. Um, yeah, they got they got they got to stay in business. They got to stay in business. They know Michael's Michael's kind, Michael honestly sucks at his job. He does. He's terrible. He's fucking terrible. He, get, he cannot get the job done. <laughs> he, <can't>. <laughs> <laughs> he really can't. He fucking sucks so bad. <laughs> so Michael is really looking for his. This is really a statement on uh, you know employment like, in America. I think. I think this is. <laughs> I think this is a a, a modern day John Henry. The railroad guy? Yeah. It's a statement on it's a statement on the labor force. Michael is upset that they're trying to replace him. And that's what all the beef is about, I think. Wait, wait, wait. You're trying to tell me for the past 20 years he's just mad about no, like, no. the union? No, no, no. Now he's mad. Now he's mad. He wasn't. Just, he, just he was, for this movie. He was trying to do his job. And, okay, but this this one he's pissed. This one, he sees you know the guy in the black mask running around trying to recruit kids <laughs> to curse him, and he's like, "Hey, man, like that's my fucking gig." Okay, all right, I'm fine with it. All right, cool, cool. He's like, he's like the Jimmy, he's like the Jimmy Hoffa of the. Uh, yes, yes, yes. He's he's just like cult. really fucking upset about everything. Well, okay. While well, all this is going on, uh, Paul Rudd is introduced. He's a Michael Myers super fan. Wait, actually, what is his purpose he, besides being a mangle expert? Is that why he's here? It is. I mean, he's out of out of all the mangle experts that we've ever done. He's probably the most like realistic because he was there that night. <laughs> okay, he's <probably> severely traumatized, <laughs> and and he and he does know like the ins and outs of what happened. So Fair I'm enough. fine. I'm fine with him being this man. All right. I'll give that to you. That's fine. That's fine. You're right. It's not just some guy that has a book on laundry machines. Correct. <laughs> uh, so Paul Rudd, uh, you know, he, he decides to start retracing the steps of, he, he's hearing that people have been murdered and he, he thinks Michael's back and, uh, and he actually makes sense. Cause he's, he's somehow calculated these constellations and, um, you know, these constellations determine <laughs> when Michael rises. So some years he doesn't show up and some years he does based on the constellation that looks like <laughs> the, 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 the thorn, the rune of thorn. <laughs> I fucking love this movie now. I'm actually taking everything. Back. I'm, I'm fine with this, this take because this is so fucking but, awesome. Like you were saying in the beginning too, it it goes by fast. It, it I, does. I watched, it, I watched way worse movies this Halloween season it's, than, than this. It's so stupid and I love it. Uh, and so Paul Rudd has uh, determined that Michael will be coming back this year because of the constellations. And so he starts retracing the steps of Jamie. I don't know how he figures this out. He does it based on a bus. That she was taking. And he somehow has recordings of their phone calls and shit. Uh, oh, because she called 911 from the bus right. stop. Right. Okay. I don't know how he got access to that, though. So Paul Rudd. And didn't she didn't she broadcast on a radio station in the beginning? <laughs> Is that what? I think I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. <laughs> okay, cool. Sure. Uh, <laughs> so he retraces her steps. And it's so, it's so funny. I was laughing so loudly. Because there's just like this is the next day or maybe a couple days after. I don't, I'm not even sure. At least a day though, and 
there is blood <laughs> everywhere in this in this busy bus station. <laughs> like <laughs> no one has cleaned it. Like the, he steps in the phone booth and he's like, "Oh, a clue," and it's a giant puddle of blood. <laughs> it's not like it's not like. Or, uh, Jamie's scarf or anything like that. Yeah, like, fi- it, like fingerprints, like like a normal clue. Yeah, it's a giant puddle of blood, and he's like, oh, yeah, it's a fucking hazmat suit. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> and he follows the blood to the bathroom, which is covered in blood also. And he's like, hmm, what could have happened here? And then a baby just starts crying in a cabinet. <laughs> it's For all so death. alarming. <laughs> Oh, man. So he gets the baby and he brings it to the hospital, which is also super weird because he's like, somebody needs to look at this baby. And he will leave the hospital with the baby. (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand it. Uh, But he also meets Loomis during this process. Yeah, he does. And 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 he informs. So (laughs) Loomis knows everything about Myers. He's been back in Haddonfield. For every movie, literally every movie since. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Tommy's like, hey, the Strodes are still living across the street. And Loomis is like, mine's melting. <laughs> Holy shit. It's happening again. It's like, Loomis, they've been here this entire fucking time. And it happens every Halloween, Loomis. <laughs> He's been back there every year. He should know the whole ins and First of all, he shouldn't even be allowed in the town. No. Second, he should know like the every back road, every resident by a first name basis. <laughs> And like he, he should still be in contact with like Tommy. Like, it makes no sense. Also, also, why, why does he even live anywhere else? He might as well take up permanent residency that, here. That is also at, at least the next town over. Like, because it is so fun. Because honestly, I just assumed he was living there at this point, and at the end, he makes a reference to leaving town. Like he's like, "Oh yes, I'll be on my way soon." Like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Dude, he does that every time. He's like, I'll be right there. Like, just fucking live there. You know, honestly, just buy the fucking Strode house. Oh, my God. And why isn't that house torn down? <laughs> That's also a good question. Well, oh, God, because then Michael doesn't have anywhere to put his curse. Um, So Loomis then stops by the Strodes and... It's revealed that the dad moved there uh, because his brother couldn't sell the house. And the mom is like, I can't believe you wouldn't tell us this. <laughs> like, how did, like, everyone in town is, ta- like, it's fucking insane. And it's not that far from removed. No. It, this movie takes its place in, like, the actual year that it was filmed. So, 95. Yeah. So, what is that? Fucking 20, 25 years? Yes. And, and- it's 27 years. It's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. Um, but lots of sh- creepy shit happening with the mom. Loomis leaves. Lots of creepy shit happening with the mom. And uh, like, could you imagine moving into the, the the Tate farm or whatever it was called and be like, holy shit, Charles Manson once lived here? Like, you would know. <laughs> of course. And not only that, but after a few years, like at least within the first year, somebody's going to be like, I can't believe you bought that fucking house. <laughs> <laughs> Or you'd see it in the news or a news, anything, um, or some asshole kid like pranking you on Halloween. Like something's going to happen where you're going to be like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. Um, it's fucking nuts. Uh, Loomis uh, 
so Loomis leaves. Lots of creepy shit starts happening. We we start seeing members of the Thorn hanging around. Uh, yes. But also at the same time, we're seeing M- Michael shows up. Yeah. And Michael uh, kills mom. <laughs> he does. So he, in her house. Is he so? Is he related to Lori? Yes. Who Michael? Oh wait. No, 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 no. Oh, fuck. I'm all fucked up. Okay. The Jamie things fucked me up. Is So Jamie's related to her too. Yeah. So is Kara related to anyone? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, she's the Strode Kara, kid. She's a new Strode kid. Kara's a cousin. <laughs> okay. They're related. And and are we supposed to believe that Michael has eliminated every fucking member of the Strode bloodline? <laughs> No, because because uh, Lori's still alive. Well, oh right, but in this movie, okay, whatever. I don't know. This movie's weird though because they're acting because like, they're acting well, like the only one they have to the only one Michael has to kill left is the baby, and then it's like no, there's a whole clan of <laughs> Strode. Strode. Yeah, no, no. So because that's what Jamie sets Strode, off. Jamie Strode is Lori's daughter. So she's M- Michael's niece. Oh, right, right. Okay. So then she gave birth. So that's why he need like it's direct like. But these are cousins, so they're still related. Right, because when it's revealed, I mean, like Paul Rudd is like Loomis. There's Strode's living there, and he's like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking like the most minimal amount of research would tell you that there's like relatives. Right. That, that that was what I was trying to get at before. He should know this. It's literally at this point in time, that's Loomis's only job. Oh my god. So Kara ends up coming so mom's dead. Right. <laughs> and then Kara comes home and finds Tommy, uh, who is uh uh Paul Rudd, hanging out with Danny, the little boy. And she's like, What the fuck are you doing hanging out with a grown man? And Tommy's like do you Which know? is a reasonable question. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Tommy's like, do you know whose room this used to be? <laughs> so we get that reveal. Uh, and Paul Rudd is a mango expert and starts just breaking down astrology symbols and runes and the curse of the thorn. And he's got a lot of theories. And yeah. Now, now I will say I, I was kind of giving him credit for being a mangle ex- like a realistic mangle expert. Yeah. But him knowing about Thorn is fucking ridiculous. It's fucking insane. And not only knowing about Thorn, but literally knowing every practice. He he says and knowing the constellation, Joe. He pulls up. Dude, honestly, honestly, that's what every conspiracy theorist on on Twitter is. So yes. you know it is it is I I believe it now. No, because I mean that's 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 I mean that that was what I was saying before. This is like the Infowars of Michael Myers. Like this is just like fucking a guy sitting in his room being like, "Hey, guess what." <laughs> And you can't argue with them. You can't argue with them because he'll be like, "Prove it," and you're like, "Exactly." (laughs) That's exactly right. Uh, So anyway, uh, and also Paul Rudd is acting like like goth Stan Marsh. Like he's just brooding constantly. He's just (laughs) constantly moody and just whatever, flicking his hair back. Uh, John Strode, the old drunk bastard, shows up. Drunk is his damn skunk. And uh, for some reason, Michael has put Deborah in, in the washing machine. 
and, and I'm not <laughs> and I'm not entirely sure why. Uh, but you know, he's got a flair for the dramatic, and uh, John finds the bloody sheets, and then John gets stabbed in the back and uh and pushed into the electrical panel. Yes. Which also has been turned off by Michael, so it probably should Oh wait, fuck, this kill is fucking crazy. Uh not only does he push him into the electrical panel and get electrocuted, even though the panel's off, uh John Strode explodes. He does. Like head, body, uh, every part of him explodes as if a bomb were put inside of it. <laughs> and I'm guessing this is from electricity. I don't really know, but it's fucking insane. It's fucking insane. Yeah, I don't, I have no clue what, what could possibly cause it. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it, though. I liked that they did it. Uh, so, now, I th- this is where the movie, I, I think, just, I think they reshot some of this because I, I had no idea what was happening and there was no clues about this. Uh, but there's a radio host in Haddonfield uh, yep. doing a show with these two characters that we met for a split second in the beginning of the movie. Beth and her boyfriend, I forget his name, like Jim or something like that. And, and it's insane. And the, and the host is... Honestly, a piece of shit. The host, dude. The way that he speaks is so fucking. The things that he says to this to this fucking woman, I would fucking is, kill him. It is ridiculous. A fan should have gotten up and fucking shot or stabbed this fucking asshole because I, I it's fucking, really great. It's fucking I, I, insane. It's fucking insane. He's he's talking a mile a minute. He's I think he's supposed to kind of be the uh, the the Howard Stern. I guess of Haddonfield. Uh pretty bad job though. And, and he's talking I wish I wrote this- down I wish I wrote down what he said because there's one thing that he he says about the the girl getting fucked. Oh, it's when he says uh oh yeah, I bet you wear crotchless panties and bark and bark like a dog. Yeah, that's it. That's, that's Are you fucking line. kidding me? Bark like a dog. That is one of the most deme- and the crotchless panties. Also, how how old is this girl? Dude, this girl, well, so Kara, it's Kara's friend and Kara's in college. So I assume she's okay. college age. So so barely okay to, to like to to be discussing this with, but to even the way he's saying it and she's a stranger are not okay. I should make that no, clear. No. And, and 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 the boyfriend just takes that. Uh dude, the fact that that isn't a scene where the boyfriend's like, "Hey pal, get the fuck out of here." It is insane. Like the boyfriend's like, oh, geez, <laughs> you you going to let him talk to you like that? <laughs> and uh, well, thankfully, he dies soon. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the other weird thing. The DJ is uh, is upset for some reason. And he's like, meet me at your house, the old Myers place, which is news to the kid. The kid's like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh and also the dj has no idea that there is a myers place like he's like that place is in fucking haddonfield <laughs> uh then he gets into his van and for some reason michael is in the van yes and kills him <laughs> what the fuck was he doing in there it was insane I, I, he must have been there forever too <laughs> But he couldn't have been because he was just killing dad. It's insane. Um, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. So <laughs> it, it's it's whatever. Uh, also, why is he doing that? I don't know. But 
Loomis shows up, which <laughs> Loomis is so good at just showing up. <laughs> yes, it, that, that <laughs> just truly is MO. Since the dawn of time, Loomis has just shown up and been like, oh my God. <laughs> Not again. Like, of course uh, and, again, Loomis. <laughs> and he's always posing like a question. He's like, whose gravestone is this? You know whose fucking gravestone is this. You, you came here for a reason, Loomis. <laughs> That's exactly what you came here for. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And and even better is uh, uh, at that at that party, there's a little girl who's like, oh, it's, it's raining. It's raining. <laughs> It's raining red water and it's warm. <laughs> and she turns around and she is covered in blood. <laughs> that girl's like 13. That girl's like 13. <laughs> to think that even my five-year-old would be like, I'm pretty sure this is blood. <laughs> like Raining, raining warm red water. <laughs> uh, and that's the dead DJ that's raining on her. I mean, that's horrifying, but. <laughs> sure. But you should know. Yeah, you don't need to. You don't need to like spell it out for us. It's so fucking ridiculous. What's the less believable? What's the less believable getting rained on scene? This or in bushwhacked when they're peeing off the mountain <laughs> on the bald guy <laughs> and opening their mouths and catching it in their mouth <laughs> and spitting it out like like uh, angel fountains <laughs> and, not, and not knowing until they look up. And not knowing it's fucking urine. <laughs> Daniel Stern's disgusting urine. Also, imagine looking up and seeing Daniel Stern's dick. <laughs> it definitely looks just like it. It looks like, it looks like <laughs> the pubes definitely look like his hair. <laughs> I'm going to fucking throw up. Uh, also, I think I'm going to watch Bushwhacked after this. Dude, that's so crazy that that was like the humor that we watch as, as little kids. Dude, I, I haven't seen Bushwhacked since I was like eight, and I thought that was the funniest movie I ever seen. Dude, I did too. I did too. But there is a scene where a grown man is teaching kids about sex using Barbie dolls. And, and <laughs> he's screaming a ooga, like smashing the kid. That's so inappropriate. That's so insane. <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you remember so much about Bushwick. Dude, that was that is a formative movie of my childhood. I fucking loved it. You know what? Bushwhacked might have to be our first movie in January. Wait, Bush Bushwhacked, I think, came out the same year as this. Did, did it? I'm gonna look it up. Hold on. Bushwhacked. <laughs> I hope so. Dude, screaming Auga with Barbie dolls. <laughs> to teach children. He should he should have been arrested immediately. <laughs> Yeah, it came out in 95. Well, to be fair, he I think he was a criminal, right? And then somehow became a Boy Scout master. Yeah, that was that was like the theme, like that and the Mighty Ducks. Dude, the, yeah, it's just like, oh man, hanging out with <laughs> hanging out with kids really reforms criminals. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <clears throat> anyway, guys, so let's get back to not bushwhacked. Uh I'll, I really just want to talk. About I kind of, I kind of just want to watch. <laughs> As we just ended, we just ended our episode to go watch Bushwhack. Just left, I, left I the mean, listeners right here. I'm, I, I, fuck. I kind of want to, but I, I do want to wrap up this movie. <laughs> but that would be an amazing ending, and uh, I, that's that's fucking high art right there. That's <laughs> that would be high art. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I already said Luma shows up. Um, 
Michael kills Beth and uh, the Strode brother while Kara watches from uh, 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 Paul Rudd's house. Um, yes. he, he watches Michael kill them. Also, she's like, oh, Danny, we got to get out of here. Turns around and Danny is walking into <laughs> to the other house <laughs> for some reason. Um, Kara runs over to try and get him, finds everyone's dead. And for some reason, she's shocked, even though she just witnessed this. And then Michael shows up. Yep. Danny runs. Uh, <laughs> Loomis and Tommy show up as usual. <laughs> And uh, we learn they lost the baby and we learn that because the baby's lost and Paul Rudd's like, no one would know the baby was here. Like, are you fucking kidding me, Paul? Dude, like everyone in town knows what you're doing. <laughs> you're a fucking little creep. Of course, they're going to check your house. And that but Loomis is like, oh, the only person I told is Dr. Wynn. And we meet Dr. Wynn, who's actually been in part one and part five. Yeah. Uh but I mean, in part one, he's just like walking down a hallway and bigger role in part five. Um, but that's who it is. Um, and also the old woman who lives in that house is part of the cult, too, I guess, because she pulled yeah, Mrs. Uh, Blankenship. <laughs> she pulls a knife on uh, Kara and then Kara uh, jumps out of a fucking window. <laughs> <laughs> and in a little homage to part one, uh. By the way, did you notice how bad some of these edits were? Like, they just faded in and out? Absolutely. Oh, my God. It was fucking brutal. So, Carrot is like... So, everyone's cornered. They have Loomis and um, Paul Rudd's character, Tommy. They got the kids. They got the baby. And Kara jumps out of a fucking window through glass. Top level. Falls in the grass. Uh, she should be dead. It fades out and it just fades back into the same spot. But now Loomis and Tommy are outside and are like, oh boy, where'd Kara go? And Kara's just gone. And Kara's just gone. So a little homage. And uh, and it turns out they just drugged Tommy and uh, Loomis. To which Tommy's like, why the fuck would they do that? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they just kill us? Which is a great question. It, fantastic question. <laughs> and Loomis is like, he loves playing games. <laughs> like, Loomis, you just figured out this guy. I, I, that's exactly what I was just going to say. Loomis is an asshole. Loomis is an asshole. Uh, but not as big as an asshole as Dr. Wynn because he lures them to the max security prison, which I, is just open to the pump. <laughs> public i guess because these guys just walk in and everybody's fine uh michael michael's been there though you, you see the uh the the effects of the uh the results of michael a couple stab inmates in there uh now this is a sanitarium this is the sanitarium where michael escaped from in part one yep yep uh whatever it's called i don't i don't know what it's called uh it doesn't matter uh the weird part, though, is why is there a hospital, like a surgical hospital inside of it? I, I don't know what goes on in Haddonfield. I mean, I honestly think that they might have forgotten that it was. I think they just blended one and two and they were like, well, maybe the sanitarium is the hospital. <laughs> like, because it's very to be honest, I, I never thought twice about that. So I'm sure that's exactly what they did. It's a max security prison uh, and it's also doubles as a as a hospital. Yeah. As we'll see Sufficient. soon. Yes, yes. Um, uh, 
So Rudd finds Kara. She's locked in a room. He he get he escapes with her. A uh, bunch of close calls with Michael. And they stumble upon the doctors who are performing a procedure on somebody. And we see the baby and Danny in the room. I don't know what the plan was here. And I don't know what the surgery they're performing is. But Michael uh, pulls out the biggest knife ever that is supposed to be a, a, a piece of medical equipment. And it is most definitely just a murdering knife. It's it, It's about... 14 inches long. It's fucking insane. <laughs> uh, and he kills all the doctors. All of them. All, he butchers them. Yeah, it's fucking insane. Uh, they get the kids and the babies. They run. Um, they, they, get, they escape somehow. He, he somehow pushes a doctor through bars. Did you, did you see that? Did you catch that? It was fucking weird. <laughs> I'm gonna have to relook it because I did not. I so did not pick he, up on it. He he's running. There's they're all running. One doctor escapes. Only one doctor escapes, and everybody's running for their lives. Michael's chasing them, and they slam a cell door behind them. And this doctor gets caught with Michael, and Michael starts pushing his face up against the bars, and you're like, okay, that's pretty brutal. But then the door breaks off the hinges, a fucking jail door, a jail cell door, (laughs) breaks off the hinges and falls. And Michael just walks over it. But the guy's body is underneath the door. (laughs) So I think we're led to believe that Michael pushed him through the through the bars of the door (laughs) or or I'm overthinking it. And they were just like, yeah, we don't need the body there anymore. (laughs) That's probably what happened. (laughs) Well, Michael finally catches up to him. And uh, they, pl- they they plan a little trick here where they're, they're going to pretend to give the baby to Michael, which M- Michael is like, OK, <laughs> like, I'll take the baby. And uh, turns out it's not. It's just like 18 syringes that Paul Rudd stabs into his neck and <laughs> all full of the tranquilizer. But is that what it is? It does nothing to him. Uh, I'm and it's sure also it it's also neon green. I, well, well, I, you know, I, I thought it was, I thought it was, I thought it was something to like take away the curse. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's tranquilizers. I think it's something to take away the curse because I'm looking it up right now. This is the lab. This is their lab. This is uh Thorne's lab. Cause there's like ancient, ancient hieroglyphics written on the walls and shit. Like there's rune symbols on the walls. Says right here, Michael breaks into the room. Tommy injects him with large quantities of tranquilizers. No, I, I think it's curse juice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what it says right here. All right, well, I, I gotta talk to somebody. Uh, yeah. Curse juice. <laughs> I need another mangle expert. Um, well, Kara grabs a pipe, starts beating the shit out of him. Michael's about to kill her. Which he needs to do. He needs to get rid of this woman. And, and instead, he stops killing her because the little kid's like, hey, leave her alone. And he's like, why? I, uh, <laughs> you interrupt my killings, boy. And he walks over there and Paul Rudd uh, uh, beats the shit out of him with this pipe. Unmercifully, just fucking destroys him. Right. But that, that shouldn't work. Well, that's why I thought it was cursed juice. Well, the, well, first of all, there's no such thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let me just talk to these guys. 
<laughs> Let me talk to fucking Eastbound and Down, and I, I bet you I could get them to put Cursed Juice in the next one. I bet you could, too. And people will be like, what a great homage. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I fucking hate Kenny Powers. I think we've talked about this before. But in the new one, there's a line where the dad in front of his family says he got peanut butter on his penis. Yeah. And I almost left. I almost just walked out of the movie. <laughs> Uh, we should we should have a chit chat about that. I know you did a review for Patreon, but if you have a few minutes afterwards, let's talk about that movie after and put it up okay. on Patreon. Yeah. Um, so uh, that so yeah, if you want to hear that, head on over to Patreon after this. I'll put it up. Um, Loomis. Okay. So oh oh yeah. So Paul Rudd beats the shit out of him, and Loomis shows up with his shitty pistol again, and he doesn't have anything to shoot, so he just he just shoots like the elevator buttons. <laughs> 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 and I wasn't really sure of the reason, um, but he does. And then he escapes with uh, Kara and the, the children. Paul Rudd fucks him out some more. It fades out. And then it just fades into them in a car. And then being yeah. like, hey, Loomis, come with us. And he's like, no, I've got a little <laughs> business to attend to. Which he doesn't. Which he doesn't. <laughs> And also, you would be, whatever he is, he's a doctor, he would be banned for life from doing any type of work in the field. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very true. Uh, but it ends with, uh, we see Michael's mask and a needle outside, and, and, and then a pumpkin blows out. <laughs> <laughs> and Loomis is screaming. <laughs> so, I, I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Who knows? Who's to say what happened? Uh, is, is, is there one after six or no? Yeah. H2O. Oh, H2O. Right. Yeah. yeah. So nothing, but yeah. So there was no more continuation of the thorn or anything like that. No. Huh. Well, what a shame. And then, uh, in memory of Donald Pleasance at the very, very end. So what a shame. Right. Thor, Thor, bring Thorn back. I'm, 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 a, I'm on the bring Thorn back bandwagon. Um, I, I, I think I am too. Be honest with you. I mean, why not? I like it. I fucking like it. You know what? I think they maybe didn't need three movies to get there or four movies to get there with the entire Thorn process, but you know, <laughs> like Mike Michael battling Thorn for oh, you want him fighting Thorn for for living union wages? Yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. The, the, Michael fighting the Teamsters. <laughs> yeah, dude. The fucking Thorn Teamsters. They're all in black. Yeah, I mean, it's a thing. Um, all right, so that's this episode. We got to pick out next week. Um, what do you say about... Um, <clears throat> oh, you know what we got to do? Silent Rage. For Thanksgiving? Yeah. Did we not do that? No, we've never done it. What? I know. That can't be true. It is. It fucking is. What did we talk about last year? No, we didn't. Wait, is Silent Rage Thanksgiving? Wait, no, that's Blood Rage. Blood Rage. Oh, fuck. Somebody recommended Silent Rage, which is that Did we do Blood Rage? Can we? No, did we? No. Yo, we did a fucking movie, man. Hold Wait, on. Did we do Hold Blood on. Rage? <laughs> <laughs> Let me... <laughs> Hold up. I'm I'm going through our shit now. The, do you know how many times this happens to me like a week? Someone will be like, hey, are you gonna do this? And I'm oh, like, yeah. I, I think we did. Yeah, no, I I, I agree. Uh 
We did not do Blood Rage. We did. You watched it last year. You watched it last year for sure. I still don't believe you. All right. Well, let's do. um, What was last year? 2017. Okay. So here's what I think we should do for November, even though this one's a November episode. So ruining my plan, but. Uh, all right, so we got <laughs> si- we got Silent Rage, which is a C- which is a Chuck Norris movie. Um, oh, the serial killer one. Yes, let's do that. I watched it last year. Okay, let's do Silent Rage. Okay. <laughs> all right, so Silent Rage next week. Kick off our Thanksgiving themed episode with a not Thanksgiving movie. <laughs> you, you know what? We'll do American Heroes for Thanksgiving, starting with. Silent Rage. I like. Followed by, uh, I don't know, we'll figure something out. Followed by the dog movie with Chuck Norris? <laughs> sure. <laughs> what was that one called? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it was, uh, fuck, wait, dude. Uh, top, top, uh, uh, top cop? Top cop? Top cop. Um, fuck. Invasion USA? No, it was Top Dog. Top Dog. Top Dog. Top Dog. <laughs> the easiest name ever. <laughs> and we had the one hard word. <laughs> the one word that wasn't dog we had. <laughs> All right, so we're doing Silent Rage next week. Um, so tune in for that. Uh, Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror, I Hate Horror.com. Uh, check out uh, our buddy. Um, uh, the the Tormented Teamsters new track. Uh, if you go to IHateHorror.com, I have links to all of his stuff from there. So check that out. Uh, fucking cool video. And he's got us plastered all over it. So thank you so much uh, for doing that. We really appreciate it. And um, uh, we're, I'm on Instagram at IHateHorror. Oh, I'm at uh, Boognish1985. Yep. And uh, that's it for this episode. So for Joe... This is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios.